Today on episode number 637, I asked you on a scale from 1 to 10, where 1 is great and 10 is not, where are you when it comes to podcasting? And more importantly, why? Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, welcome aboard. This is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten the learning curve and get you not just podcasting, but podcasting in the right direction. There's a ton of really bad videos out there on the YouTubes that'll point you right in the ditch. And so I help you not only get going in the right direction, but uh, you don't have to, I don't know, start a second mortgage to learn how to podcast. All you got to do is go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code listener, and that will save you 20% off when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. That again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Well, last month or actually last episode, I teased you with a because of my podcast story. So I don't want to tease you too much longer. This is from across the pond. Here's Michael. Hi, Dave. First of all, just want to say thank you. I'm just super excited to be speaking to the Dave Jackson. I still have no idea what that means, but thank you. I have to say it to perpetuate the stereotype. G'day, mate. G'day! Really excited to be giving a because of my podcast. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, my wife and I, we love listening to your podcast as we travel Australia full-time in our caravan, uh, also known as a travel trailer for people across the ocean there in America. Excellent. Because of our podcast, we are able to continue our travels, which is absolutely amazing. And what I think is interesting about this story the podcast that we initially started, the Family Travel Podcast, isn't what's enabling us to travel. All right. But it's because of this podcast, we've started another one, which is now paying our way. Ah. So let me explain. We've treated every episode we've done of the Family Travel Podcast as a learning vehicle where we try to implement a new lesson we learned about audio, interviewing techniques, show notes, titling, etc., which were often from the School of Podcasting. Cool. Pretty much we then use this as a no-risk and safe-to-fail opportunity to learn and just focused on doing a good job to try to demonstrate some expertise and get some good results, much like a graphic designer creating a portfolio. This led to us then showcasing this, and now we're getting paid to replicate it and starting a second podcast from scratch but with financial backing. Nice. So because of our podcast, we can continue our travels, continue our first podcast, just creating content because we love it, getting paid for another podcast. And hey, big shout out to yourself. Thanks, Dave. It's because of your podcast we're able to do this. Cheers. Cheers to you, Michael. You can find him at a big peachy adventure dot com dot au slash family dash travel dash podcast. I'll have a link to that out in the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 637. And that is one of the ways that more and more people are getting paid based on their experience in podcasting. I know Mike Murphy just got hired at Simplecast. I know Addie Saucedo got hired at Simplecast. 
I know many people now are making extra money, if not a living, editing podcasts because so many people are getting into the pool. And in your case, your second podcast is making money. You're not the first to do that. One grammar girl, better known as Mignon Fogarty, uh, grammar girl, again, who's been on Oprah, by the way, is her second podcast. So a lot of times you you kind of have a first podcast that you think is going to be the one that's going to really work for you. And then you go, I'd rather talk about this one or that one. So Michael, thank you so much for sending that in. If you can answer that question, because, because of my podcast blank, I would love to hear it. It's just something that wouldn't have happened except, well, I got a podcast and who knew? Again, I would love to hear that. Simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact and uh, there are multiple ways to contact me there. If you want to record something and email it to me, please put because of my podcast in the subject line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the last week of the month, and that means it's time to do an episode where you help build the content. And I sent this out, and I got to say right up front, wow, did I do this completely backwards. There are people who are thoroughly confused because normally 10 on a scale from one to 10, as in like, hey, what would you give that woman? Oh, man, she's a 10. If you remember Bo Derek back in the day, she was a 10. But instead, I was thinking we're number one. And one was good. And it made everybody's brain kind of crinkle a little bit. And so the question was, when it comes to podcasting, where one is, I love it. And 10 is, I hate it. Where are you? And so uh, I asked that question, you sent them in, and here are the responses. And what's interesting about this, what I love about this, is the people that are one, in many cases are new, but also you'll find out why they're ones. Now, this is really great for the people who are five and six to go, mm, maybe I should be doing that. Because in the end, it's about putting gas in your tank. And we're going to start off with the one and only chief nerd over at fishnerds.com, the one and only, don't be fooled by cheap imitations, Clay Groves. Hello, Dave Jackson. This is Clay from the Fish Nerds, Chief Executive Fish Nerds. Good to talk to you. Sorry about the sound quality on this. It's early in the morning and I can't find my microphone, but I wanted to get this answer into you. I'm at probably four, and I'll tell you why. The actual act of podcast and pushing record and talking and creating content totally fun. Editing, producing, having to become a website engineer, having to know what SEO means and all the the tech stuff. Uh, not for me, not fun for me, not part of being the creative part for me. So that's where I'm at. But if I could avoid all that, let's say if I show me money, I can outsource everything, I'd be at a 10. But until then, four. No, I'd be at a one. I'm confused. One's great. 10's bad. <laughs> I'd be at a one if I could get rid of all that stuff. Anyway, thanks, Dave. Thank you, Clay. Find him over at fishnerds.com. Next up, we have Paul. Hi, Dave. I'm Paul from the Fighting Through World War II Memoirs podcast. Uh, I'm a total 10 on the scale of uh, lo- loving or hating podcasting. 
And this is a great example of how I did this completely backward. Paul is definitely a one in this case. My shows about first-hand accounts and interviews with veterans connected to my late dad's war and much more. And it's all really great unpublished history. Uh, it's been so rewarding in terms of the impact it's had on some of my listeners whose memoirs have been read or who've learned stuff about their own relative from what's been read out. Tears of joy have figured quite often, and uh, every time a listener occasionally writes in with positive feedback, it makes my day, week, and month. It's pretty hard work producing this show, but it keeps me on my toes and up to date with the emerging uh, technology of podcasting. Uh, I, I just love every minute, and I can't ever see me stopping. So that's the Fighting Through podcast, if anyone's uh, interested in listening. Thanks for a great show, Dave. Keep it up. Bye-bye now. Thank you, Paul. We will have links to everyone's show out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 637. Next up, we got Andrea. Hi, Dave. Andrea here from Union Podcastera to answer your question. Well, allow me to start by telling you a little bit about us and what we do. Union Podcaster is a podcasting community. We are over 240 Spanish-speaking members, and we started as a group in Telegram. I'm not sure if you use Telegram in the US, but it's an instant messaging app, like WhatsApp, but it works particularly well for group communication. Anyhow, our goal was to be a meeting point where podcasters and listeners from Latin America, Spain, or any other Spanish speakers, really, would meet and have a good chat about podcasting, share our expertise, our podcast recommendations, and so on. Well, this small group of 10 or 20 people started to grow and grow and grow, and we started to realize that we're stronger when we are together, and that we needed to do our bit to promote podcasting and to get more Spanish speakers to know what podcasting is. Today, about two years later, our Telegram group has more than 240 members, we have about 1,500 followers on Twitter, we are nominees for Latin Podcast Technology Award 2019, and guess what? Union Podcastera will be represented at International Podcast Day next September 30th. In fact, our founder, Pato Lopardo, will be one of the speakers during the event. We are so happy to be part of the celebration and to be able to speak about the current status of podcast in Spanish, what our challenges are, and what we can expect for the future in terms of growth. So we're looking forward to having everyone join us in about a week's time on September 30th at International Podcast Day. I wanted to mention, did you know that Spanish-speaking countries celebrate their own podcast day in October? We call it Día del Podcast en Español. And we at Unión Podcastera are organizing an international online event, a 24-hour, non-stop, live broadcasting session. And we're so excited about that. But going back to your question, Dave, from 1 to 10, I must say that we could do with a bit more sleep, but we're definitely a 1. We love podcasting. Even though it gets super tiring at times, it is so worth it that we would do it all over again. We would like to take this opportunity to invite everyone who speaks Spanish or would like to learn Spanish, why not, to visit unionpodcastera.com slash marathon and to join us on October 20th and 21st. We will be talking about movies, science, technology, music, books, traveling, entrepreneurship, and podcasting, of course. So once again, unionpodcastera.com slash marathon. And how you spell that, by the way, is by combining the words union and podcaster and adding the letter A at the end. I heard you can speak some Spanish, Dave. Would you like to give it a try with our website name? 
No. Well, thank you so much for your question, Dave, and for giving us the opportunity to be on your show and looking forward to hearing the other responses from other podcasters. Thank you so much, Andrea. I am confused. Why didn't you just have your event on International Podcasting Day instead of creating a separate thing? Because there's going to be a whole lot of activity going that day. Uh, Maybe you just wanted it because it's a Spanish thing. I don't know. But to me, I'm like, I would have done that on International Podcasting Day. We'll talk about International Podcasting Day uh, anyway. But um, I'm glad the beautiful thing is that group is growing, and that is awesome to hear. Thank you so much. Next up, we got Darwin Dave. Dave, this is Darwin Dave from the Dealing With My Grief podcast. And on a scale from 1 to 10, I am definitely at a 1. I'm all in when it comes to podcasting. As someone who deals with a niche topic such as grief uh, and death, there is nothing more humbling and nothing that gives me, as you would say, more gas in the tank than when I receive an email from a listener that tells me that somehow my story and sharing my story gives them the courage to express their own feelings around grief and the courage to keep moving forward. For me, my show is all about building a connection on an entirely different level with my listeners. And for me, like I said, when I get that feedback, it just lets me know that somehow my podcast and my story is doing some good in the world and it just drives me to keep going. Thank you, Darwin. And notice something here with Andrea and Darwin. Both are kind of connecting with their peeps and that's putting gas in their tank. So if you're a person that's like, hmm, maybe I should do more of that, that's one of the things I do. I run a uh, Northeast Ohio podcasters meetup. It's the third Monday of every month. Go to neohiopodcasters.com and that will take you there. And I do that to meet with uh, people that in many cases are just starting their podcast. And that helps me reconnect and remember what it's like to go, oh man, what what's that whole thing? And, and, and just reconnect with newbies, for lack of a better phrase. And there's nothing wrong with being a newbie. That's what I need to be connected. Let's throw it over to Brad. Hey, Dave. It's Brad from The Cinema Guys. We can be found at wearethecinemaguys.com. I would definitely rate myself a one, although I would flip it and say a 10 because I think a 10 is bigger than a one. But Yeah, I know, Brad. I, it made everybody's brain crinkle. I'm so sorry, but we get your point. Anyway, that's a whole other story. I would rate myself as a one that I am completely into podcasting. I listen to podcasts almost every day, and I get excited when we record our episodes each week after being in this for a little over two years now, like it just keeps, it's better and better each week. We are starting to finally get interaction. Like we just finished up our second movie screening at a theater, which had an amazing crowd. And we had so much fun just doing more events and just the interactions with people and, and meeting new people. The Cincinnati Meetup group is amazing. Every podcaster in that is awesome. I love talking to all of them, and we all kind of help each other out with things. I'm definitely at the tops as far as excitement. Our show can be found at wearethecinemaguys.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Brad. Again, everybody's websites are at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 637. Next up, he's 11 years old. It's Jared. Hey, Dave Jackson. My answer for the September of the month question is probably three. Because my show is every two weeks, so it's bi-weekly. 
And sometimes I'm very busy, especially over the summer. Yeah, I remember when I was 11, I had all that playing to do, and then I had to ride my bike, and then I had to wait for my mom to make my lunch. Man, it was just a such a hassle. I, I know what you mean, buddy. Hang in there. So then I got to record the podcast. I got to edit it and then post it and also do show notes. So sometimes that's hard. And I'm only on episode 17, so I don't think I have, like, the full podcasting experience yet. So, like, once I get a few more shows in, I think I might go down to, like, a number two or maybe even a number one. So we'll just have to see. And for more information about my podcast, then you can go to my website, thefirerescueshow.com, and my name is Jared. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Jared. How cool is that? The kid is 11 years old and he's podcasting. How old are you? If you're older than 11, he's 11 and he's podcasting. If he can do it, you can do it. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. Next up, we got Dustin and Micah. Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Dustin. We're from the podcast Tales of Bedlam. It is. We are indeed. We're a podcast dedicated to the Grimm's fairy tales. We read and provide insightful commentary, and I believe it's endlessly entertaining. I don't believe it. I know it. <laughs> and we love podcasting. Uh, what was the scale? One to ten? Yes. One is love, ten is hate. That is correct. I'm going with a negative five on this one. Awesome. <laughs> I look forward to it. We're eight episodes in and couldn't think of a more fun way to pass our time. It does get me out of the house, too. My wife likes it. And we get to spend time together. Oh, and I get to make people laugh. That's what I live for. That's right. Thanks for having us on. We love your uh, podcast, the School of Podcasting, and bye. We do. Bye. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. Next up, from Weekly Awesome, it's the one and only Jonathan. Hey, Dave. This is Jonathan Bloom of Weekly Awesome. So I would say I'm a one- Realistically, probably a two or three, because I don't have that, oh my goodness, podcasting is amazing that I had when I first started, but I love it. And this past weekend was the annual studio showcase, and I'm usually so sad when it's over. Almost a, I wouldn't say depressed, that's too hard of a word, but you know, just that sad that you put all your work into this, and that creative outlet's gone once the, the showcase is over. But now, after I put that after I do the showcase, I have an outlet every week through my podcast. And I just find that, that just like Danny Pena says, the community of is what keeps me going. Every week I meet listeners and I talk with people who like what I'm talking about and it helps keep me going. And I, they give me a creative energy drink in a way. So yeah, realistically two or three, but that positive optimist to me would say a one. All right, so I'm putting you down as a one, buddy. Thank you so much for that. Here again, that community can can lift you up, and it gives you purpose. Next up, we have Kim. Hi, Dave. This is Kim Lapree from the Teachers Need Teachers podcast, which is a podcast for new and beginning teachers who don't want to just survive those first few years, but actually thrive. And I'm here to answer your September question of the month. 
And I wanted to let you know that on a scale of 1 to 10, and I'm going to have to flip this around because otherwise it's hard to wrap my brain around it, with 1 being I hate podcasting and 10, I love podcasting, I am currently at a 10. Now, I only started at the beginning of June, and I'm at about 24 episodes at the moment. And so maybe it's because I'm technically young in podcasting, but I really do love this medium. I am a full-time middle school teacher, and I coach beginning teachers here in my school district. And what I really wanted to do was be able to reach out to beginning teachers across the world. And so that's why I started my blog initially. And I felt like I wasn't getting the reach that I felt that I needed. And so podcasting has been an awesome way for me to reach other teachers. Now, I did a series early on. It was episodes 9 to 15, where I interviewed principals around the country and had them give me their five best interview questions and interview me so I could see how I would do on those questions. And I had several people email me telling me that as they were listening to those questions, it really helped them build their confidence and they were able to get teaching positions. So that did a lot for me in terms of inspiring me to go on. And I've also had other people emailing me telling me that they love listening to my podcast. They feel like I'm talking to them. And this is coming from beginning and veteran teachers. In fact, I've had veteran teachers telling me that they wish that the podcast was around when they were starting out teaching and that they love listening to my podcast because it reminds them about some of the things that they should be doing or thinking about. So right now, I'm really inspired. I'm really loving podcasting and the reach that I'm getting. I really enjoy the techie side of podcasting. I'm having such a great time interviewing guests and I actually learn a lot from them and I'm making a lot of awesome connections that I think I wouldn't have been able to make before because it would seem kind of weird to reach out to some of these people. So I know that not only is my audience getting value, but so am I. So it's this mutually beneficial thing that's going on. I already have my ticket booked next year for podcast movement in Orlando. So I'm super excited about that. And hopefully I'll get to meet you. And I've learned a lot from you, Dave. I've gone very far back in terms of listening to podcast episodes so that I could learn about how to be a better podcaster, how to do better interviews. Because, you know, as a teacher, I can't afford the school of podcasting, but I still get so much value from your podcast. So I'm trying to emulate that and pay it forward. And so, yes, I'm definitely at a 10 and I absolutely love podcasting. Thanks for the opportunity to answer this question. Kim, thank you so much. Here again, we see where when you have a blog and it's just not resonating with people and you have a podcast, you take words and you turn them into a person. They're like, wow, there's a real person back there. I love the whole test interview questions with uh, principles. That's really cool. I love the fact that you said, I listened to your show and I went back and listened to the back catalog. I tell you that all the time. People do that. And nobody understands what it's like to be blank except blank. So in this case, nobody understands what it's like to be a teacher except teachers. Nobody knows what it's like to be adopted unless you're adopted. Nobody knows what it's like to have a third nipple unless you have a third nipple. So again, your community finds each other. It pumps you up. Very, very cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. Next up, we got Josh from the Corner Cutters podcast. 
Hey Dave, my answer for September question of the month is a one. I absolutely love podcasting, and one of the reasons is because of the community. I'm sensing a pattern here. It's a really unique community as well because you either listen to podcasts or you don't, and you hear about them or you don't even know what a podcast is. Also, I really like the intimate connection you have with your fans or that you have with hosts of podcasts you listen to. It's podcasting is such a unique medium because it's audio only and you really get to know the host. Also, another thing is there are not as many trolls and haters as there are on other platforms. Let's say YouTube. People get a lot of spam comments on there and really negative stuff. But in podcasting, I would say well over 90% of feedback you get is positive. The only things I don't like about podcasting is it can be hard sometimes doing editing and show notes. Those are the two things I struggle a little bit with. But in every hobby or profession, there are some parts of the job that you don't really like. So overall, I just love connecting with other podcasters and my fans. And I'm Josh from The Corner Cutter Podcast. You can find all my stuff at thecornercutterpodcast.com. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate the feedback. Next up, we have Ryan. Howdy, Dave. This is Ryan Nelson, and I'm the creator and host of a little podcast called Conspiracy Theoryology, where I uh, biweekly try and put out a show and talk about uh, some conspiracy theories and alternative beliefs, uh, and in addition to the background, really explore why they're so fascinating for us in the first place. In answer to the September question, I'd have to say I'm at a one. Uh, you know, as to why? Well, maybe because it's just so new to me. I've only been recording the show now for about four months or so. I was uh, uh, overseas for work. It took me out of country about '04. I started traveling. So when I finally got back stateside and, and had the chance to to sit down and needed to find something to do at work, you know, and something to listen to, I decided to give it a try. And it was then that I discovered this wonderful world of niche programming and, and topics that I was interested in being discussed by people really that were just like me. You know, it, it's challenging and that's part of the fun. I mean, I'm, I'm learning there's software issues, hardware issues. I've already had a microphone go out. I mean, I've had to figure out how to deal with that. Uh, you know, and, and it's been, it's been wonderful. So, and part of it that was even more great was seeing how, how we could jump into it so easily. I mean, thanks in large part to, uh, uh, shows like yours where you could sit down and, and hear all of this wonderful advice and, and start relatively easy. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a while before I think I go down on the scale. Uh, you know, I'm going to sit at a one for a long time. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's something I enjoy enjoy doing more than I've uh, enjoyed in a while. That's my answer to it. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping to keep uh, keep this show going for a long time and, and just uh, 
try and enjoy it the whole way. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, when you first start off, it's awesome. And as you've heard, as you start to build the community, that's, I think, what really sustains a podcast. So thank you so much for sharing your enthusiasm. Next up, we have Master Cauldron. Hey, Dave, it's Master Cauldron from cauldronscrypt.com. I am answering your question of the month, and that is a one on that one to ten scale. I absolutely love podcasting and everything about it, even the show notes. The reason for that is the interaction that I have, the opportunity to educate and entertain others, and just all the feedback that I get from my listeners, the cryptors, as I call them here on the show. The purpose of my show is to help prevent abuse within a very niche community, and all of the feedback that I get every single day is what keeps me going. So, yeah, I am a one on that scale, and I am keeping it up and plan on uh, launching another show here in the next two months. Dave, thanks for everything that you do, and I'll talk to you later. All right, Master Cauldron, next up, we have Seth. Hi, Dave. Hello, School of Podcast listeners. This is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax from GeekvilleRadio.com, TWBPodcast.com, as well as ClassicWrestlingMemories.com. Yes, that's three, count them, three different websites. I started podcasting in 2010, retired from my job in 2011, moved to Beverly Hills in 2012. All right, only one of those last three statements is true. I think you can guess which one. But seriously, with all of the shows I either host or produce, I'd have to say I'm bare minimum a two on the one to ten list, with one being the best. And for simplicity's sake, I'll say it, I'm a one. I think podcasting will always be part of my life in some capacity, even if smartphones are eventually replaced with content beamed directly into your brain or whatever 21st century sci-fi technology replaces podcasting. If I could even make a modest supplementary income with podcasting, I would be ecstatic. But even if I don't make a net income of a dollar podcasting, I'll still be having fun. I wouldn't be taking part in multiple podcasts if it wasn't fun. Even in a worst case scenario, I can talk with people I call my friends about subjects I love. And hey, if somebody in Zimbabwe hears the recording and likes it, all the better. And as I like to say to people who are considering starting a podcast, but are concerned about cost, I am living proof that you can sound good with an inexpensive setup. I use an Audio-Technica AT2005 microphone, plug directly into my laptop, and I mix and edit with Audacity. That's it. And I can tell you also, as a hobby comic book fan, I spend far more on comic books per year than I do on podcasting easily, let me tell you. So thanks for doing what you do, Dave, and thanks for letting me chime in on the subject. Once again, that's geekvilleradio.com. That's the show I probably spend the most time on, but there's also TWBpodcast.com for the Wrestling Brethren and ClassicWrestlingMemories.com in no particular order. Now, I'm going to go get a tinfoil hat fitted or something to keep content from being beamed directly into my brain or something. So talk to you guys later. Yes, I'm being fitted to have a chip, I think, installed in my head. Thank you for that. And notice that... Seth is getting paid in this other currency that a lot of people forget about. It's called fun. You don't have to make money with your podcast. You can just get paid in fun. It's amazing. Next up, we got Timothy. Hey, Dave. This is Timothy Kimo, Brian, head instigator at KDOI Podcasting, where we create more than we consume. 
Last month, you were asking if podcasting meetups, conferences, and all that kind of stuff was worth it. I just got back from MapCon, just like you, uh, a couple of weeks ago. But before MapCon, I was sitting at a solid 5.5 out of 10. Okay, I was excited and apprehensive about my podcast because I'm actually planning on starting two new ones before the end of the year. And the one that I'm currently doing now is celebrating one, I'm celebrating one year. Also, I'm celebrating my five-year wedding anniversary on 21 September of 2018. Hey, I like to keep it simple, okay? My issue is uh, I didn't have a bunch of episodes in the can, and I kind of felt that I was sputtering. And I knew that if I wasn't excited about my podcast, then who else is going to be? You know, I have to be the one that's waving the banner the hardest, and I have to believe in my message and what I'm saying. But more importantly, I need to believe that what my podcast is about is important to my listeners. And I have to make it important to my listeners. There I was at MapCon with my buddy Kyle Bondo from Merchants of Dirt, Get Lost Racing, and Podfader. And I got to say that we felt like we we're amongst old friends who uh, understood our passion. We we're around people talking nonstop about podcasting, you know, the stuff that would, uh, you know, make my wife's eyes roll in the back of their head. And um, some of the stuff was a, a higher level than what uh, I'm used to. Uh, but it was explained to me in plain English so that way I could join in on the conversation. I could be part of it. Now, I'm not going to get all hokey on you and say it was a family reunion, okay? But it was nice to be in the community and talk shop. And some of the best conversations that we actually had happened outside of the sessions. And we actually talked about stuff that what had nothing to do with podcasting. And that was great. So after MapCon, my meter pegged out at a solid 8.5. Now, for me, I feel that uh, the motivation and information I received at the conference was worth the price of admission and the friendships made that, uh, and the friendships that I made there are continuing. And I hope they blossom further and we see our new friends turn into old friends next year. You know, if your meter is low, go you know, at least hit a meetup. Go to a conference. Fuel up. No one knows everything about podcasting or being an audio influencer. And I'm excited to attend more conferences in the future. And my goal this year was to hit two. Now, MapCom's already done. DC PodFest is next for me. And next year, I'm pondering three. So we'll see if I can do that in 2019. Make the investment in yourself. Make the investment in your podcast. Go attend a conference. And Katie... OI stands for Chemo's Den of Iniquity. Find that at kdoipodcasting.com. And since you said Kyle Bundy, I have to say Merchants of Dirt. One of the coolest names ever. And uh, it was great meeting you at MapCon. And I'm also, I realize it's the whole backwards thing again. You went from a five to a three, not a five to an eight, because we're saying one is good. And I know it just makes everybody's brain hurt. Sorry about that. Next up, we have Vanessa. And here's the cool thing about Vanessa. If you are a female, would you please get into podcasting? We need more of you. And if you are a female of some sort of like not whiteness, we would really, your audience is like, hey, where's the other non-white women? Because we got a ton of white dudes. We need more women, and we need more women that are not of a Caucasian persuasion. Here's Vanessa. Hey, Dave, how you doing? This is Vanessa from Vanessa's View Podcast. Que pasa? And I can count to 10. That's all I know. 
honest. Sorry. A podcast on teaching yoga and motherhood. I have to start by saying that this is truly an honor to finally be able to do my homework for you. So here we go. If I will have to choose a number between 1 to 10 to express how much I am loving podcasting, uno will be it because I am deeply, deeply in love with it all. I just recently launched my podcast. It's actually been up for a little less than a month. I have six episodes up and uh, while my numbers are nothing compared to the guy who just interview on your last episode who has a podcast on history and who gets 10,000 downloads per episode. Wow, that, that sounds like a dream. And that is episode number 644 at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 644. Oh my gosh, I just cannot believe that there is people out there listening to what I have to say. As of right now, I have 139 hits, 139 downloads, and there are six episodes up. So you do the math. Honestly, when I started to do this, I remember thinking, I just want to get 200. And I thought it was going to take me months to get to 100. And oh my gosh, I am just so humbled to know that there are a few people interested on my podcast. Now, it all hasn't been ponies and rainbows that I have to say, because a couple nights ago, I noticed that two of my episodes were gone. Like, I know I uploaded, I saw them, people heard them, but somehow I wasn't finding them. And I have to confess that I had a little bit of a meltdown. I was stressed and frustrated because I couldn't believe it. I know they were up, but somehow they were gone. I don't know if I deleted them or something went wrong. And I remember sitting on my couch about to cry and I had to have a conversation with myself and remind me that the reason why I'm doing this is for me. And I know that that may sound selfish, but I decided to do this just to make me happy. I decided to do this because sharing with others what I know is something that I'm passionate about. So I did what Mrs. Rachel Holly says to do on her book, Girl, Watch Your Face. I went to the bathroom, I watched my face, and then I opened up my laptop. I deleted the two episodes, like the titles were there, but I wasn't being able to listen to them. So I thought they were not there or something was wrong. So to be sure, I deleted the two episodes, uploaded them up again. And when I did that, I thought that I was going to lose some listeners because like I say, I'm new to this. So I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to lose 20 or 30 listeners, but oh, you know what? I just want them to be there. Um, I don't care if I lose any listeners, but they need to be there because I will really have for them. Anyways, so I, I did it. I deleted them. I uploaded them back up again. And then the numbers stays the same. And I remember being like, oh my gosh. So that's it. That's my number. David, thank you so much for everything that you did for us. I would have done it without you. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. And I love the fact that you had, well, I don't love it, but the fact that you had a bit of a glitch and you're still a one, that's very, very cool. And yeah, I people are listening to you. And, and don't forget, let's say you have 
25 downloads an episode. When I was teaching in the corporate world, a classroom with 25 people meant, ugh, like 15 was cool, 20 was, mm, 25 is, oh, I hope they pay attention. So that's very, very cool. And again, she's doing this for her, and that's okay, because sometimes what you have to say is very interesting to other people, and it ends up being about them. But I do a show like that called Building a Better Dave. It's basically my therapy, and it's a heck of a lot cheaper than therapy. Last up, you know her, you love her. Don't be fooled by cheap imitations, the one and only Win Charles. Hey, Dave, it's Win. Am I sick of podcasting? No. Do I love it? Yes. Would I give it a six? Yes, because I'm the lazy podcaster who has a team and hands it to everyone else. So am I sick of podcasting? No. But do I have to do it in a way that I can do it? Yes. But no, I'm not sick of podcasting. I would say podcasting is the best thing um, on the planet Earth. And when you guys listen to this feedback, you should listen to Ask the Podcast Coach because it's a wonderful show for those of us who are trying to get into podcasting all like myself keep up on the podcasting trends. So thanks, Dave. Bye. Thank you, Wynn. And I guess the last person to answer this is me. And that is, where am I from a scale from one to 10, where one is good and 10 is bad? I am at a one. I am pretty much always at a one because when I get down to a two or a three, I take that as a challenge to like, okay, why isn't this working? What can I do differently? Something like that. So we saw today where number one, if you can get with people, whether it's at a conference, go to meetup.com, get with your community and find out what they need. That can definitely help you when you get feedback. And I realize there are a lot of you like going, Dave, I've been doing this. I'm on episode 22. I haven't got a peep. Number one, if I go to your website, is there multiple ways of contacting you or are you going to make me DM you on Twitter? That drives me bonkers. The other thing, as I did this, I had to go back into my email in some cases to see if I could get your website address. This is not so much a contact thing as growing your audience. Many of you do not have your podcast address in your signature that's an easy one. Like that is so low hanging fruit that it's put your signature into your email. You can do this in Gmail and have it say, you know, Mortimer Snurd or whatever your name is, producer slash host, whatever you want to put it, blah, 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 podcast, blah, 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 dot com. That's an easy way to start growing your, now it's not going to get you 8 million listeners, but I was amazed at how many people did that. The other thing I noticed, you can use, you know, Podbean's website, you can use Libsyn's website, things like that. I just wanted people that a lot of you are using Libsyn's podcast page. And I just want to let you know that if you actually have a website, you want to go into settings, edit show settings in Libsyn and update your website to be your whatever it is.com if you have one. 
because if you don't put one in there, Libsyn will put the Libsyn page, not because we're trying to steal your brand, uh, but because you're lazy. Did I say that out loud? You missed it, I mean. And so keep that in mind. And so I'm a one, and that's why I go to my Northeast Ohio podcasters meetup. That's why I am involved in masterminds. That's why I am involved in Facebook groups. That's why I live and breathe in my community. Now, consider the source. Dave has one job. Dave has no spouse and no children. So I have maybe a little more time than you do. But for me, that's, it sounds like what keeps the gas in the tank And I'm always looking for content. And when I find something, I get very, very excited to give it to you because I think it's going to help you. And that's really, for me, what puts a ton of gas in my tank is when I help you. I actually got some feedback from folks. I'm just going to kind of transition. So first of all, thank you to everybody who sent in a comment. I'll give you the new question of the month here in a second. But I got an email from Sue uh, Jeanette. She says, your chat, or in this case, the episode, about choosing words that evoke emotion was interesting for me, as I like to choose my words carefully for both my podcast and my blog. I hadn't before thought about trying to evoke any emotion, but more to inform an easy-to-listen manner. As often happens when I hear your podcast, I'm at the time uh, working or something to which I can't apply your advice. She says, I was last night ready to record my speaking portions and edit a podcast about the sacrament of communion for those on a gluten-free diet. Wow. That's a, that's one I never thought of. Check out uh glutenfree.me. That's my buddy illiquity. Uh, early in the evening, she says, I chaired a meeting of our local Mm, celiac support group and out of the blue someone stopped me before i left to ask if i knew any solutions for this exact problem in other words a gluten-free communion and for those of you that don't know communion is typically some sort of bread which probably has gluten in it and uh, depending what you're drinking grape juice or wine Uh, she didn't know that i had researched it and spoken to a guest about it i felt good that i can impart some useful information to her but what was more impactful On me was her emotional investment in the issue. I left the meeting and came home to infuse my podcast with small tugs on the emotional fabric of my listeners. I also used the same strategy to write my social media for today. Small changes, small words, strategically placed to evoke emotion when the subject is suitable Um, is something I now have in my arsenal of podcasting tools. Thanks, Dave. By the way, my social posts are getting more comments and interaction than I've ever had on any particular podcast. And guess what? They are mostly emotionally driven. P.S. I started a second podcast. Don't we all? It's hard. They're like Lay's potato chips, man. You can't just do one. Uh, I started a second podcast over the summer on gluten-free weight loss management. So you'll soon see, so easy for me to see. You'll soon see my comments on your logical weight loss podcast as I've binged on it. There we go again. When they find your podcast, they listen to the back catalog uh, for a few months now. So, Sue, thank you so much for that. That is what I call gas in my tank. I helped Sue. The fact that she's now helping other people. I'm going to take just a little bit of my thumbprint and put it on that woman. And that just, I'm smiling right now. That's really cool that I helped a little bit. And that's what puts gas in my tank. You can find Sue at a Canadian 
celiacblog.com. I had to think about that one a second. So thank you for that. A couple other things I want to mention here. Number one, if you are in, look at the calendar right now. If it is uh, Monday, September 25th, uh, I want you, if you're in Florida, if you're in Orlando and you want to see a really good time, one of the days, one of the ways you can make money with your podcast, and this is something that more and more people are doing, is to do a live event. And my buddy Joe from Stacking Benjamins, you can find it over at stackingbenjamins.com slash tour. He's going to be at the Improv in Orlando, Florida on September 25th. The doors open at 6.30. The show starts at 7.30 and it's only 10 bucks. And there are lots of people in the in the cast with an even uh he says we even have an opening act uh the awesome 15 minute long popcorn finance podcast uh up for a personal finance plutus award for best new podcast in that space at next week's award show so you can spend 10 bucks and walk out of there with knowledge on how to basically have more money and look i just know that joe is oh talk about somebody who's not boring uh, so check them out if you're in orlando and the other thing i needed to update just a little housekeeping here is in the episode where I is episode six thirty five uh, that Sue was talking about logic and emotion. I mentioned that social media marketing world had pulled pod, the podcasting track out of social media marketing world, and I want to clarify because I mentioned that many back in the day, Leo Laporte, who's on this week in tech, at one point had said podcasting is dead. And in that paragraph, I also mentioned that maybe Michael Stelzner is kind of having a Leo Laporte moment. And I just want to clarify, Michael never said podcasting is dead. In fact, Michael actually likes podcasting. He continues to use podcasting to promote social media marketing world. Uh, You can actually get a virtual ticket if you want to check it out. And he's just saying, look, his crowd, which you have all sorts of data to pull from, in the social media world, they're really into AI and Facebook and LinkedIn and the Twitter and the Pinterest and things like that. And for whatever reason, they just weren't getting a huge number of nimbles on the podcast thing. So Michael Stelzner never said podcasting is dead. I just want to clarify that. Michael's a really good guy. In fact, speaking of binge watching, he has a thing at journey.show and he shows you there's season two. Why I missed season one. So I went back to watch season one and it's all about exactly what goes on. And I mean, everything behind the scenes. Like at one point, Michael's like, you know, the reason we're not selling ticket, it's all my fault. And I was like, dang. And so it's behind the scenes of social media marketing world. It's called the journey. You can find it at journey.show. I found one episode and you guessed it. I've binged the whole thing. I think I'm on episode 13. And I think there's like two more to go for season one and he started season two. So I always say that behind the scenes stuff is actually pretty cool. Speaking of behind the scenes stuff, I'm actually streaming this right now on Twitch. I'm playing with Twitch. And if you want to see me, or if you're a member of the patron group, I have a Patreon. It's something else. You know me. I love to play with toys. And also, speaking of Patreon, this whole thing is like, and another thing, and another thing. Uh, If you remember back, I've done that twice already, uh, but back in the day, on my birthday two years ago at PodFest, which is also coming up in March, uh, or yeah, March, um, I was roasted. Well, the unedited version of the roast of Dave Jackson is now available 
in my Patreon group. So, and now you have to be a $5 or more patron to get that, but you will see that if you're interested in that, go to, ah, let's go to, see, this is going to drive my buddy Ravi nuts. I'm going to give you another website. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Cause I normally promote that on Ask the Podcast Coach, but I do have a Patreon. If you're like, I should support this guy. Uh, you can do that. So I'll put links to everything again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 637. Now, as we wrap things up, what is the question of the month for October? And here's the thing. Everybody is wetting their pants over these things. Like, how can I do this? I want to have a little square that with the scribble thingy on it. And I'm like, Okay, but here's my question, and I'm not down on these by any means. In fact, I'm really looking forward to your answer, and that is when you see – you know what I'm talking about, right? There's like headliner, there's wave, there's all sorts of things. Have you ever discovered a new podcast from one of those – whatever you want to call it, little promotional videos? We'll call them that, the little promotional videos that people are now making. Have you seen one of those – and gone over and discovered a new podcast. So this month's is easy. It's a yes or no question. Have you or have you not? Because I'm looking at these and I am kind of going, ooh, look, it's bright, it's shiny. Ooh, I think I have the vapors. Because uh, it just, it's, look, it's, and, and it dances and it's fabulous. And uh, I, I'm like going, but Okay, before I go spending more time, we all talked about how we hate show notes. And I'm like, and this would be another thing to do because I have an account. Headliner's free, but I'm like, is it doing anything? Because when we had Clamor, Clamor, for those of you that don't remember Clamor, it was C-L-A-M-M-R. Same thing. The, The tool was designed for your audience to make little clippies of your show and then share them with their audience. And that's really where these things kind of should come into play. Your audience sharing them with your audience, with their audience. And Clamor was designed for that. It was really cool. Uh, Dave and the team was really cool. It was a free service that lasted a couple of years and then went out of business. Again, I've said it before, free is not a good business model. And so that's gone. And it was also not very easy to do. It took about three minutes to make one clamor. And the thing that I disliked about clamor, I want one of these that somehow lets me put a link that I can track. Like when somebody sees it and they click on it, I'll be able to go, ooh, I made this cute little video for episode 637. I put it on the gram. I put it on the book. I put it on the tweet. I put it on the the links whatever you want to call it, uh, is it doing anything? So if you, so I put that, it's either yes or no. I've discovered a new keyword there, a new podcast. Like you've never listened to it and you saw it and you went, whoo, and you went over and listened and you discovered a new podcast. I need this by, it's so scary that this is going to be like Halloween before you know it. I need it before October 26th. 2017, where am I at? 2018, that is the Friday, and our episode, you and me, will be putting together this episode on October 29th. So again, question of the month, have you ever seen one of those little video promotional tools with the little blinky lines 
and discovered a new podcast because of it. This will take five minutes, if that, to answer it's yes or no. And I want to thank you in advance. So today we heard how, A, people are having fun podcasting. Who would have thunk it? And even Master Cauldron likes his show notes. He likes doing show notes. I'm, I've turned into Jerry Seinfeld. Who are these people that like show notes? You should hire him. He'll probably do your show notes. And it's, in some cases, therapy, because you're just putting your, your thoughts out there, and that makes you feel good. In some cases, you're helping people, and you're finding other people just like you who need to hear your stuff. And if you're a person that is like, oh, you know what, I'm done. I just didn't send it in. I was so depressed that I didn't send it in. Then maybe try to go find your audience. Try to go find a support group. Find somebody else who's doing podcasting that's about an eight or a nine. And I realize I did the scale backwards. And maybe you can hold each other up. Or maybe, maybe the podcast you're doing isn't the one you should be doing. Maybe you're really passionate about this other subject. You thought this was going to be the one, but you're going to do a grammar girl and switch gears and start a new podcast. I would say to everyone, I think it was Tim that said he was going to start two podcasts. I would say start one, start one and realize what it's like to really do a podcast before you go launching two. Because here's the thing, the question you have to ask yourself when you say, I'm starting a new podcast, what are you going to give up? Is it TV? Is it this and that? Because it better not be time with your family. That's a bad answer. And sleep is not something you can do on a regular basis. I'm just going to sleep three hours less a day. That doesn't work long term. So for for anyone saying, I'm going to launch four more shows next year, unless you know some way of making it a day last about 38 hours, you got to answer that question. And I'm not trying to poo-poo your, your dream or whatever. I'm just, I'm here to make sure you have your your right mindset going forward. And speaking of that, Going forward, I mentioned podcasting in the right direction. I would love to help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. Go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription, and that will save you 20%. Next Sunday is International Podcast Day and you'll probably hear a special episode next week about that. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until then, take care, God bless, and class is dismissed. put it on the book of face. I put it on the twit and the twats and the, did I just say twat? I can't say twat in a podcast. If I go to school of podcasting, if I go to, if I go to your website.com, is there a contact button? And is there multiple ways to podcast or a podcast? My brain is not working. And people look at that and go, Oh, it's so fabulous. Or oh, heavens to Megatroid or no, okay. We're not doing that. This podcast.
podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.